0: This, post-NBA draft and free agency period, is brought to you by the homie at Comish. That is at B-E-T-C-O-M-M-I-S-H. Hit him up on Twitter. Y'all have heard me talk about him for the past, I don't know how many episodes, how many weeks. If you are sports betting, you need to be betting with Betcomish. Again, that is at B-E-T-C-O-M-M-I-S-H. Hit him up on Twitter. Let him know Rube Rant sent you or Rube sent you or the Brody sent you. Whatever. Just let him know we sent you. Go get signed up today. Easy pay in, easy to pay in, meaning easy to deposit your cash in there so you can bet some money and easy payouts. Not many places are doing that. So hit him up now. Get started today. And If you got any questions, he's free to answer and he's going to answer any questions you got. So make sure you check him out. Again, that is at BetCommish on Twitter. Hit him up. Let him know we sent you. And today, we got at Mr. October back at it again. We back at it with some more NBA talk. You know, I'm going to get back to the NFL. NFL just, you know, there's a there, there the, the NFL is the NFL. Hey, if you listen to this and you're an avid NFL person, you know, I I dabble in a little here and there, but I'm mainly, you know, I I like I like basketball. I'm a big basketball guy, you know. So so everything for me is is NBA, NBA, NBA. You know. So if you're listening to this and you're a big NFL person, because I I follow the NFL, you know, I follow the NFL. I just don't like talking about my about it by myself, because you know I'm not the most. I'm not. I, I like the I like the NFL. I like talking about the NFL. I have some wild takes for the NFL. Some come true, some don't. But if you're listening to this and want to be a part of discussing NFL Weekly, hit me up. Hit me up. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at Jimenez15MOG. That is at jimenez one mog Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram. Hit me up. Any questions, any comments, anything you got for me, let me know. I'll discuss it. It doesn't have to be sports-related. We could talk about anything. I know I haven't put out a, a, a one of my comedy slash uh, slash dis- discussion podcasts in a little bit. I injured myself. I've been a little loopy off the off the medications. <laughs> been napping twenty four seven after I get off work. And if you haven't seen the pictures, go to my Twitter and look at my recent photos, and you'll see why I was on the medication with my ankle. I got a bum ankle now. But anyway, let's we got a lot to unravel. So let's go ahead and give Mister Mister. October my boy Brandon and call. let's get this let's get this episode rolling man without further ado baby yo 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 what's up brother
1: what's good a
0: lot of nada a lot of nada how you been this past week
1: Good, bro. Can't complain. Can't complain. Been what about you?
0: Been, been, been all right, man. I, I let the listeners know about the about the injury. So you know, I've been trying to thrive the best I can. Uh, the boy had to take PTO days for uh, the COVID nonsense. Had to quarantine. So you know, I had to had to deal with that. So now I'm trying to work on a bum ankle. But it is what it is. What can you say? Got to make that money, huh? Yes, sir. I know you have you have you been stressing a little bit with this uh, with the NBA going on or with all this off season change and and everything yeah, bro. You're, uh, you're I mean, this
1: week this week was like uh, you know Wednesday it felt like uh, I don't want to say Christmas but I do want to say it was stressful because you're sitting there trying to figure out okay what do I you know you you got an idea of what's gonna maybe happen mm-hmm. and then you try to run with it and then they just switch everything up on you so for sure bro I was watching the draft and I had people texting me saying like hey what's going on here I thought so and so had you know because they were getting confused on the television yeah with, with all of it so I mean it's crazy bro but it's been a good it was been a productive week I will say that for
0: sure yeah I, I looked at this uh you know I, I like to compare this past Wednesday to kind of like if I had to compare it to a holiday it, it would be like it'd be like Easter. Cause, Cause, you know what you know what to expect on Easter. Like, all right, we're gonna go. You know, we're gonna go egg hunting. You're gonna right. go see some family. But sometimes, you know, I, I don't know for you, but sometimes when I was little, sometimes I'd wake up to a little Easter basket.
1: Yeah, bro.
0: And so, yes. but sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes I would just wake <laughs> up, and it's so that's kind of I didn't know what to expect on Easter. Uh-huh. I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, oh, this year, am I gonna wake up to an Easter basket? Am I gonna get some chocolate from the Easter bunny? Or are we just gonna go Easter egg hunting? And then I gotta get my chocolates from there. And that's how that's how I felt Wednesday. I was like, shoot, what what's go, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? We accumulated two more draft picks. Okay, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Bang! Oh, all right, we did that. Okay, here we go. Who we gonna get? Boom! It was it was fun. We we had all the picks. We already knew. It would just like right. We we ended up we woke up and we ended up moving up. Aka we got our uh, Easter egg chocolate from the Easter bunny and we got an Easter basket. <laughs> yes, indeed. So it was fun, man. It was fun for sure. I know we got a lot to talk about, man. But uh, go ahead. I'll give you a quick chance. Go ahead and plug. Uh, go ahead and plug yourself. Um, with I know you got some new articles that you written or uh, that you yeah. wrote. So go ahead and plug yourself, and then we'll dive into the uh, dive into the topics for today.
1: Cool, man. So yeah, check me out, Mister October. That's the big old at sign M R O K C T O. B E R. And I got Twitter and Instagram, so I'm pretty active on those. Um, yeah, this past week I hit two more articles. Wednesday, I was able to get one. You know, I wanted to get one out on Wednesday, so I think I stayed up.
0: Or, excuse me, the draft was Wednesday or Thursday, bro. See, this week's Wednesday. got me messed oh, up. Oh, no, Wednesday. it is. Yeah. It is. It's been a wild one.
1: <laughs> so I stayed up all, you know, till about one or two Tuesday night got my thoughts out on the draft. And it was funny because I talked myself into what I thought one, two and three was going to be. Mm-hmm. Then I get the, you know to the bottom and I start, you know, I start going, my, you know, I start imagining stuff. I'm like, well, LaMelo really could, you know, da-da-da-da. and I, I was like, so then I said, like, LaMelo is going to be putting on the Timberwolves hat and then Wiseman. And then I kind of did it backwards, but the way I went into it, was thinking safe bet with, uh, you know, Edwards, Wiseman, and, and Lomelo, how it kind of played out. So that was funny, but it was just, you know, getting my thoughts out there and trying to see who fits where and looking at some more tape, um, you know, because it, the, oh, the draft's interesting, man, because there's always going to be a few sleepers in there. But um, so I got that done and then trying not to get too off topic here, but I was able to show another rider around Oklahoma. He came in and visited from Los Angeles area. So that was that was pretty cool, bro. It just kinda you know, you got the COVID and all that going on, so it's like we had the whole city to (laughs) ourselves sort of thing. Um and then I I went ahead and today I started thinking like, you know, James Harden, been in a lot of talks, Russ, yada yada. So I went ahead and got my all my thoughts out on that one, and did another piece with. uh, It's basically it's called the Beard on the Run, man, and uh, Mm -hmm. it's just the next spot for Harden. And I think there's a huge market for this guy. He's, you know, he's. We'll we'll talk about it a little bit more, but um, I I basically dwindled it down, dwindled it to two destination spots that I really like. yeah, bro, just trying to stay busy. Nothing too crazy. Trying to stay safe. I felt like I was trying
0: to duck and dodge the, the Rona this week, bro. Those numbers are climbing. So Yeah, they are man and, and for everybody for everybody listening, make sure y'all uh make sure y'all do uh what's it called? Stay safe. Wear your damn mask if it's if right. it's mandatory. Do what you gotta do, man. Just just be smart. Moving Move in silence like real G's, you know what I'm saying? Like lasagna. Uh, real
1: G's moving silence like lasagna. Talk to him.
0: <laughs> let him know. Let yes, him know. Sir. But yeah, man. Um. So, I mean, yeah, a lot happened. A lot happened since last time we recorded. Um. And and we'll try to dive into most mostly everything. You know. I mean, obviously as OKC fans, we talked about last time. Uh, what could go wrong? Um. I actually got a. I just got a notification. Um. Mm. Wesley Matthews is planning to sign with the Los Angeles Lakers. Um I for one I he he started playing very well down the stretch. Um, especially when Giannis went out. I think for me this is an upgrade from Avery Bradley. Um they added Schroeder, they added Wes Math, and I know there's talk about um them potentially adding uh, I can't f I can never get his name right. There's like 27 of them. Um, Bog. Ba- what is it, Bogdanovich or
1: what's? what's oh yeah, it? since Which the signing trade, yeah, Bogdanovich. Since it didn't go down that whole deal, yeah, Bogdanovich. Uh, so
0: there's a chance. And of they just got Schroeder, too. Did
1: you say Schroeder? Yes,
0: sir. Oh my bad. Yeah. No, no, no. You're good. Yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, the Lakers have a very strong chance. I I think this is a good signing for the uh for the Lakers. Um, they get a. a they I mean they replace they replaced Danny Green and Avery Bradley with Wesley Matthews and um Dennis Schroeder I, I I shit I think that's a better team um yeah, dude, that's that, that's not bad at all that's wild uh but yeah so as y'all can tell we'll kind of be as we get information we'll definitely be uh during this podcast we'll definitely let let it out to y'all um, I'm sure most of y'all will hear it by the time this podcast comes out but we'll give our thoughts on it as it pops up um but also Drogic we talked about a little bit in the pre-recording but re-signs with the Heat. Um, as I mentioned, I, I think that was obvious just because of that injury he had. Um, he is getting up there in age. I don't know if there's too much uh, too much opportunity left for him to, um, you know, too much opportunity left for him to move forward. Not saying he's a bad player. I love Drogic, and I think if he was healthy, I think the series would have played out different. But um, there wasn't much talk of him going anywhere else. Did you hear anything, or how do you feel about him resigning with the Heat?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think you hit it right on the head because once a guy the problem is is he balled out right like in the bubble he was just hooping like mm-hmm. almost at a I need to look at his numbers but it's I, I can't remember maybe when he was in Phoenix uh, mm-hmm. is when I kind of similar vibes to that because he yeah. was really doing it all for a man like and then he goes down and and he he's such a competitor you could you see him trying to warm up in some of those later games and all that Um you know, what that tells me, him resigning means that maybe they have an idea of someone else they're going to go after, or he has faith in that unit and in that group that he, he wants to run it back. So I like that move. Uh, sure. I can't think of any other places that would have been better for him. Maybe, like, you know, he wouldn't go to L.A. and play for the Lakers, but that, apart from being on that squad, you know,
0: yeah, for I don't sure. really
1: see a better fit.
0: Yeah, for sure. I feel the same way. Um, moving, moving in. Uh, one of the questions we got last week that was after the uh, was after it happened after the podcast or whatever. But um, Sixers rolling with the question was: Are the Sixers rolling with Embiid and Simmons, or do you think that one of them will be traded? Um, I, obviously through the draft and with the moves that Daryl Morey made. I mean, Daryl Morey did what Daryl Morey does. I, I have so much, and 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 I, I probably feel like you probably have the same respect for Daryl Morey and what he's able to do. Um, I mean, he he moved Al Horford's terrible contract. Um, He brought in Danny Green. He brought in Seth Curry. He brought in shooters to put around, you know, two guys who aren't... I mean, Embiid's not a terrible three-point shooter, you know, so let's just say he brought around guys to put around a guy who... who, and Ben Simmons who has never really had just true knockdown shooters. Um, I I, I mean, to me, every move they've made so far is signaling... um, to be all things around Simmons and Embiid still being there, uh, you got any you got any Sixers uh, takes or or discussion you want to discuss? Yeah, what this you is think, funny,
1: bro? Because I this is why I just put this article out. I have see. I'm I'm glad that I disagree with you here because sometimes okay. you know it's just uh, how it goes. But I, I love the, the Daryl Morey part. Like I do respect him a whole lot. But mm-hmm. what I think in from the way they moved on from Horford and I just got done typing all this stuff. I think that maybe you could see maybe Joel or Ben Simmons getting moved, but you know, you have to have the cap space and all that stuff mm-hmm. uh, available. I would, what would be crazy is if say like you take Joel and B flip them for Russell or, Ben Simmons, flipping for Harden, or any of those types of deals where mm-hmm. you could get... I really like James Harden going back with more, even though he's already done it. I understand that bit, but I like him playing with Doc Rivers, and I think that could be something kind of different and interesting. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I can see it from both sides. I can see where they would keep Joel and Ben, but I also I feel, I feel really at some point, Weird feeling tells me that maybe Ben Simmons gets moved, man. Yeah. Uh, for I me, know.
0: what do you what do you think about this? And and I've I've told some of my friends. I like uh, I'm in a group chat with some guys, and most of them are Rockets fans uh, of some sort, or most of them live in Houston, so they kind of follow the Rockets a little bit more heavy. Um, I told them, and, and and you can stop me at any time and give your opinion. Uh, what's it called? What do you think about potentially? I, I've said that I think the Rockets are going to go in with. With Harden and Westbrook into the season, um, and they're essentially kind of going to run it back with whoever whoever stays on the team, and they're going to pick up some guys. Um, but I think the best the best case scenario for Rockets fans, and for you know for these guys that want to move, because the Rockets already stated that they're not going to move. You know they're not going to move swiftly. They're not going to they're not going to just take any trade or whatever. They're going to make sure it's good value. I think what it's going to take is for one of those teams like Brooklyn or Philadelphia, you know, the ones that James Harden or Russell Westbrook's radar was, it's going to take them coming out the gate slow because it is a shortened season. It is 72 games, not 82, which 10 games doesn't sound like a lot. But I mean, a 10 game swing is 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 critical. You know, teams go on a 10 game run and that's that's essentially either to get them in the playoffs or or they lose, they drop. You know, they drop three out of seven. They drop, I don't know, two out of eight. They drop. They go five and five down the stretch, and that changes an entire um, an entire outlook of their season. So ten games, while it sounds like it's not a lot, can be quite a bit. Um, I mean, what do you think about if Philly does go? Um, assuming that they're kind of building for it, and they they you know they're bringing around pieces, but if Philly were to go two and eight, three and seven, does I do you see that being more realistic than them trading him outright before the season starts? Or do you are you pretty set in stone that they're going to, that, I mean, obviously you can't be set in stone because I know you're saying that you just have a weird feeling, but um, do you see that being more of, of an avenue they take is seeing how the season goes with what they have? And then, you know, they come out the gate slow. It's like, all right, forget it. Let's go all in on Harden. Let's get him in before, before the next 15, 20 games.
1: Well, I like that you mentioned that because that was probably like the one thing that I, did, I didn't put together uh, thinking about this all day. Like, you, you know, say they, the Philly comes out and mm-hmm. they kind of start slow like you're talking about. Then you have more value in that piece if you, you know, you're like dangling hard out there, kind of like, hey, you know, we still got this. What are you guys willing to give up? And that's kind of probably going to be more of a realistic approach. Like, if you think about them trying to match value and get stuff back, you know, Mm -hmm. like if they did it with, uh, like, say we look at the Brooklyn Nets, you know, and they did something like Levert, Dinwiddie, and Torian Prince, for example. Yeah, Uh, Flip him for Harden. You know, Houston gets back three starters and you know, something that you could work with there. Or maybe not three starters, two, you know, maybe two good starters in a role play or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, I do like the point of, of starting, waiting for the season to start because, yeah, it's going to be shortened. You know, we're not going to be able to get everything done before the season starts because there's just not that much time. Yeah, I mean, it's, well, how many, I think we're at,
0: almost a month out like a month mm-hmm.
1: so that's dude it's going to be interesting because you have to think that the front office in houston and tillman and all you know whatever's going on there like they're they're sitting there either my idea is try to separate hardman westbrook before the season starts because if you do start with those guys it could be real uh, uh volatile almost like I just, oh, I don't know, bro. I just feel like that could go over like a turd in a punch bowl. You know what I
0: mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think it, it is interesting. And, and, you know, as OKC fans, um, any anybody who doesn't understand or whatever a lot of what the Thunders draft picks look like because they just know they have a shit ton, um, I think it is important that that for OKC fans to realize that we don't want Houston to bottom out. Um and and it's it's definitely because I mean if they do that they retain those draft picks one through if it's one through five they'll retain those picks, and so what we need to be looking at is is a potential you know, uh, and it it, other other fans won't really care too much about this so we won't dive too deep into it but, you know we 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 want the Rockets to retain some type of assets and get something back so that they don't bottom out you know what I'm saying and that's why I think I, I I think the, I mean the Rockets should be comfortable going into a season with you know with James Harden and Russ still you know still in still on a team I mean they're they're still I don't care what anybody says about you know about Russ's game or about Harden's game I mean they're still gonna win you games especially in the regular season them being able to score and go on scoring runs it I mean they're still gonna they're still gonna win regular season games and um, so I but I, I just to me with everything that's going on I mean I think with the draft passing, you know, um, with the uncertainty of this upcoming year, you know, I I, I still I think that if Harden or Westbrook was gonna get moved uh, before the season starts, it would have happened pre-draft because a guy, you know, people would have looked to get draft picks and accumulated more draft picks to move up and maybe move around. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of trades and stuff that went down down during draft night. Granted, a lot of it was Timberwolves Pistons related. Um, and OKC moved a couple times, but I I think a lot of the better teams, they really you know a lot of the contender type teams didn't really move too much because their their moves are going to be made during free agency and and whatnot. So I think it is interesting though. I think I think the Sixers essentially you know are going to test it out. I mean Embiid and Simmons, you know they haven't they haven't been under GM Daryl Morey and they haven't been under Doc Rivers. So I I think it's. More realistic for them to, for me at least, ch- I, I just feel like if the Sixers are gonna make a move on either Embiid or Simmons, it's gonna be if they come out the gate starting slow. If it's you know what, this just doesn't work. I like that. We uh, we you know what I we have a we have a good. I mean, if you listen to 76ers roster, like it's a good roster. It's 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 a combination of young talent um, veteran, or not veteran, veteran guys, but older, are now becoming older guys, you know, I mean, people who've been in the league a little bit longer while they're still young, I mean, they've been in the I, league longer, it, it's, yeah, it's not I a like bad the wings
1: thing. they just got, man, I like T-Ferg, I like Danny Green, I, I like that kind of, those mm-hmm. like, Seth you know, Curry, that, Seth, yeah, those are like the, that's the stuff that, okay, like, I wish the Thunder would have done that mm-hmm. when we had, like, are, you know, big guys or whatever. But I was going to ask you this question real quick, though, with the Go Rockets. What do you think money and, like, you know, the pandemic and all this stuff, how does that affect what they want to do going into the season? Because if you look at Russell and Harden, it, they, they make up, like, 65% of that uh, cap. You know what I mean? Like, does that have any... Does that have any uh, uh, weight on maybe the moves that they make, or if they want to save some money, or what do you think about that?
0: Well, Tillman, Tillman for Tittus, whatever his name is, Tillman for Tits, uh, just being him, he, he already he already wants to be a uh, he already wants to be a what's it called? Um, he he want, he doesn't want to go into luxury tax, which okay. in this in this in this instance where you don't know what you know you don't know what to expect with your with your stars especially with both of them I guess coming out saying they want out well, you know i you can't really blame him not wanting to go into the tax cuz why would you go into the tax if both of your stars are going to leave you know why bring in a yep. why bring in a high like why bring in Fred VanVleet pay him this large 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 contract go into the luxury tax just for you know or or Gordon Hayward opted out. Why go get Gordon Hayward to on a on a large large deal just to lose you know lose all on or lose Harden or lose Russ? Then you're in the tax for no reason, um, and yeah. you don't even have the guys that you want necessarily. So you know, I I think what is what is interesting is the fact that Harden turned down his uh, he turned down that uh, extension to make him yeah, I think 50 like 50 50 million a year. Yeah. So that, I, I don't, I have no idea what the Rockets are going to look like. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do during free agency. I don't know. I know Austin Rivers opted out. I know, like, some of these other guys are going to opt out. Like, I I honestly, I don't know what the Rockets are going to look like. I don't even think Rockets fans know what they're going to look like. Um,
1: oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude, it'd be, I'd be pissed if I was a Rockets fan right now. That's just because I feel, I'd feel really uncertain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
0: I, I think if I had to get I mean I, I want to hope that you know because I do like Harden and obviously I like Westbrook I want to hope that Harden turned down an extension in hopes of being able to bring somebody else in to you know to, to help uh, help the roster um, but Harden's never showed you know Harden's never showed that before right. that willingness to take a pay cut and I mean to be fair neither has Russ you know um and so I I honestly I have no idea what the rockets are going to look like but it is what it is man let's uh let's discuss a little thunder talk you know we got to obviously as OKC fans um first things first uh how do you feel about them trading Rubio 25 and 28 to move up to 17 just to draft Poku
1: man I, I always thought that they were going to make these types of moves to like like, I never saw Ricky Rubio playing in a Thunder jersey. For sure, yeah. I never saw – to be honest, I, I pictured Kelly Oubre, but then in my, like, head I'm thinking, does that make realistic sense? Like, yeah. and someone someone I think told – said to me the day before it happened, they were like, dude, I don't think Oubre is going to be in a jersey or whatever. And I was <laughs> like, well, oh, we'll see. I was excited about it, but um, to move – I mean – to move Rubio just to kind of go up and get, but I'm gonna be honest. I don't really like. I don't really like the pick. I don't really know a lot about the dude though either. I don't. I don't. I just. I don't like swinging for the fences on these dudes from overseas that are projects and that take a little bit of time. Um, I mean, he he looked like he. Dude, he looks like he needs to eat about five burgers. Can
0: I I stop you real quick and just... Yeah, go
1: ahead, go
0: ahead. So, and I think this is just part of us being spoiled. I think we have to change our mindset with uh, these, you know, these swing and miss type projects. I mean, imagine if, you know, imagine if we would have... Because I was in the same boat, but imagine if we move up, right? We move up and we go grab a, you know, we we make a crazy move. We we go and get a, I don't know, a, a... a Okongwu, we move up to get LaMelo, we move up to get Wiseman, you know, guys that are, you know, the quote unquote NBA ready guys, you know, what, what benefit do we get really getting one of those guys at this moment right now? You know, that's a good point. And, and so this is the, the first, rebuild. yeah, so this is the first time where it, I think it's been like, like I talked about at last time with it, like when Ferguson, when we got Ferguson um we got him because he was you know he played overseas and he instead of the college route he was playing against other grown adults so the pressure on him to come over and play against other grown adults because we were contender ready um you know i think this is the uh i'll let you get back to what you were saying or whatever but i, I think just think about the fact that this is the first time where it's like you know what we actually have we do have time we have two to three years of trying to trying out a project um uh, but go ahead and finish what you were saying yeah.
1: Yeah, and what's funny is I said that, and I was thinking, like, well, who would you want to have been drafted? That's the (laughs) other question. And I'm like, I'm pulled up the – I got my list right here, and it's – you know, nothing really jumps out to me. Uh, I like Obi Toppin. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to be cool. Plus, he's got a dope name. Um, But I think he's going to be a good just all-around player. I really like the Denny Avija guy from Greece, I think. Uh, Yeah. and then Halliburton, bro. I, I was big on him. I watched him at Iowa State. Uh, he seemed like a guy that wasn't gonna fall, and he ended up falling to the Kings. So it's like, it's like I don't know what that's gonna do. But bro, mm. the Pokish, I call him Poku Uh <laughs> Poku. I mean, I guess, I guess it's just one of those deals. Like maybe we could have him at the four and the five and depending on what kind of lineups you wanted to run. Mm-hmm. Say we put him at like the three and then Horford Adams. I don't know what our roster is going to look like, but dude, yeah. he, he could be a problem for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, if he can shoot it and kind of kind of doesn't get out of his element, and what I mean by that, it's like some of these players, like you know LaMarcus Aldridge, right? He yeah. could only, I'm not comparing these two, but I'm going to compare the way they play in the sense that, that he had his spot on the court. He would get down on the block type thing. He'd give you kind of that little the move, the one-two, and then he'd be able to bank that in real quick. Mm-hmm. Like, Poku, same type of thing. It seems like he's able to get to his spot, turn around, and just kind of like Durant used to do. That's the one thing I will say.
0: The grease KD, watching, baby.
1: Hey. <laughs> I was watching... Uh, I saw some clip and I was like, hey, the way he's kind of like pulling up over somebody, it reminds me of the way Kevin Durant, like you couldn't even get a hand up on that. Mm-hmm. It was just, and, and so, you know, that's, you can look at it from that angle, but um, it's funny. Every year when we draft, bro, I get so negative and pessimistic about it because I'm just always like, Oh bro that's going to be trash like that's not going to be a good pick. Yeah. And I remember I did the same thing with Steven Adams. I was like, you know, this guy's going to be garbage. Who's this dude from New Zealand?
0: <laughs> Facts.
1: And so you know.
0: Yeah, no I I agree and and like I said, I just think I, I cuz I, you know, I was pretty upset that they moved up from 25 to 17 uh 25 28 just to move to 17 but
1: I get, yeah, and that's I forgot to. I'm not trying to cut you off. But no, you I forgot to answer the question. I don't think that it was. I mean, to move up from there to there, I don't. I mean, I don't like that. That's to yeah. me. That seems kind of stupid. Unless you really know something that we don't know yeah. about the the Poku kid. My yeah. bad. I forgot. I no, totally went good. around the question.
0: No, you're I good. No, I, I. No, I. And what I was gonna. The only thing I was gonna add to it is just you know I, and they must have got word that somebody else was looking at him and i mean wow. you know they they got their guys i'll say that they got their guys people that they had been talking about that if they were available they were going to grab if not they were going to go after these two guys and and you know they got them they and so you know as much as as much as you know he's going to be a project um but I think, you know, this is a perfect chance for that. I mean, you don't expect... That's the thing is you don't expect to... You're not expecting to hit, you know. Sam Presti's not going to... People aren't going to take a look and be like, oh, he. you know, he, his 2021 draft was a bust because he... Like, you don't expect to hit on pick 17. We had also what... I think we ended up with like 33 and 30 or 52 or something like that. Like, you're just not... You know, you're not. he's not going to be looked at this draft and be like, oh, it was hit or miss. Because... Realistically, I mean this draft was talked about as there's three main guys and then there's a bunch of role players. To right. me, I mean, I for the sake of not being like a hater to any of these guys cuz we didn't really get to see them play, I just don't I don't see this I don't see this whole this is a great role player draft. I just don't see it in these 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 players. Uh and I could be wrong. And you know, for me, I hope I am wrong. Obviously, I'm a big Tar Heel fan. Um I love North Carolina and and I love the I love uh the magic being able to grab another score in Cole Anthony. Um mm-hmm. but I don't see I don't see much difference from Cole Anthony being drafted at 15 than Isaac Okoro being drafted at at uh what what did he get? 5 maybe or 6 or I think he was 5 to the Okuro Cleveland Cavs. Was
1: 5, yep, you're right. And then the one that was weird to me was RJ I call him RJ Clampton. RJ mm-hmm. Hampton dropping down to 24 kind of I don't yeah. really understand that because if I'm a Thunder fan, I am a Th- I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Since I'm <laughs> I want like I was hoping that Hampton, you know, if we don't move up or whatever, say that's actually I like that trade with the Nuggets for Hampton. Yeah. Um if he drops to the Thunder like, you know, that's a guy that has some overseas skill that's actually done a little bit. That would be somewhere but again, you know, you have to look at it from the mindset of okay, you know, we're not trying to win right now. We're trying to kind of accumulate assets over two, three years. I mean, we got till 2026, man. So it's kind of you have to look at the end result. But I, I'm like you. I see a lot of guys on here that just seem like just, you know, maybe they could be in the league for one or two years.
0: Yeah, I I just don't and and again like like I said like we were saying I I, I don't want to be a I don't want to be a uh, you know I don't want to be that guy and wishing bad on these players I just don't from the little bit we did get to see I just don't I don't see the hype around you know I, and that's why you know I'm not I'm not mad at at Presty for not moving up inside the top I don't know inside the top twelve top ten top five whatever it was. Just because I, I I just don't think there's any difference. Um, he did grab, mm-hmm. he did grab probably the biggest project in the draft, and you know I think that that's actually kind of big for OKC. Um, just because for a while we've drafted the same, we've drafted the same guy, we've drafted the same exact person. For probably what four drafts in a row? We had Josh Houston Hamadou Diallo, Two K Ferguson, uh, so bad, who. And then for big uh, bigs we would draft Mitch McGarry, um, Kevin Hervey. Uh, you know, we've kind of
1: yeah. <laughs> we've
0: kind of drafted the same guys over the and so for the the fact DeCari, that
1: Lori Johnson.
0: Facts, yeah, I forgot about him. And like so, you know, I think it's it, it's big for the fact that, you know, he he drafted a project. He drafted somebody different. Somebody that if he is, you know, if if I mean if we can learn anything from Giannis, I mean I'm not right. trying to compare I'm him to white. Giannis, but if he turns into a quarter of what Giannis is, then we, then I think we hit at 17. Um, and with as much as I've heard about people loving the fact that like calling him a legit, a legit NBA three-point shooter, um, you know, that makes me shit. That makes me all the more happy for it. Um, I'm definitely, like you were saying, I think he, unless the Thunder knew something, um about him somebody else looking at him i think to me he would have been available at 25 so we would have had 25 and 28 um but i know they were trying to get off ricky rubio and so you know it, yeah he, that might have been the only way yeah yep. if, you, if you know what guy you want and he's still on the board you know what guy you, you want and and you can get off the, the rubio contract because you really don't want rubio on your team which not a bad player at all it's just that he has no room on the team right now um and so, why not move up? Just get the guy that you want for sure, certain lock it down. Um, but yeah, and then you know, so they we move on from there, and then they draft uh, Theo uh, Theo Maladon.
1: Maladon, the yeah, the Tony Tony part, like Tony P Jr. Man, yes sir, I, I like this guy. Yeah, I like the guy a lot.
0: Yeah, that was another um, was name really that was about. big. That was another name that, another name that they were hundred percent on. They were, if he's available, we're taking him. If Poku's available, we're taking him. If uh, if you know, if if I, I I'm trying to think of the other name that if he fell, they were talking about, but it was it was so long ago. But I mean, if if none of those guys fell to their spots, so they drafted uh Poku and then Theo uh Theo Maladon, which you know I I've watched him a little bit. 6'5",
1: 180, man, he's got the the, the three inch wingspan.
0: Yes sir, looking him up like real quick. It.
1: Yeah, I I don't know much about him. Dude.
0: He, yeah. And from everything I've heard, he's a, you know, he's, he's, he's good. He, he's solid. He's, he could be, you know, he could be somebody you put around Shea. He could be somebody that you stick at the two. Sometimes you stick him at the one and he's going to be able to run your team. He's a, he, he's a pro he's, you know, he's going to be a good pro and, you know, obviously we're going to hype up our draft picks more and more, but I think, you know, I I think for this draft, I, I, I would, I would say if the Thunder got their guys, then it's a success that's all there uh, is with this draft. Yeah. Um moving forward, it's going to be all about, you know, making sure we hit on some of these picks that we're going to get and and uh controlling our own destiny, I think is the biggest part about it as an OKC fan is controlling it. And I think Sam is doing a good job of controlling our destiny. I will say I was kind of and we kind of ba- we're kind of moving forward from uh this draft, but I'm kind of disappointed in what we got for Oubre. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And one on the one second before I jump to that, someone from the French general, I think it's Francis general manager with the Maladon guy said, "You're dealing. It feels like you're dealing with a 28 to 30 year old. He's mature, doesn't seem in any way vulnerable in this environment. I kind of like that, bro. Yeah,
0: for sure. And and I think uh, that's the same thing with Shea and in in Lou mm-hmm. Dort and Baisley. Like a lot of our young guys are are you know while they may be immature off the court, you know, they may goof around and, and you know, we may hear some stories about some nonsense, that, you know, just some young guy with money stuff. Um, you don't, you don't see that or hear about that on the court. You don't hear them. I mean, obviously they're going to make small mistakes here and there, but I feel like, you know, as the season progressed, especially the bubble, a lot of those guys turned into mature players on the court.
1: Right. Yeah. That's, that's facts, bro. And uh, the thing with Kelly Oubre and what we got back for that, I don't really, unless... I don't. I'm trying to think like, so you bring him in to get. I must. It might have been one of these things where it's like, okay, we got to get something back for Chris Paul. You know, how much money are we looking at, like with the trade exception? And then I think that Kelly Oubre stuff fit right into what um, Golden State could do. Mm-hmm. And also, Clay Thompson going down makes it really important to try to grab a guy that can play right now um and so i also wonder if that was one of those cause and effect things where okay clay torres achilles we need a guy to play season opener we need you know someone to help step out a little bit james wiseman's new um i think it's might be one of those things that maybe you just kind of have to do if you're Presty. because I, to be honest i don't see where we benefit and just getting a first-rounder for that.
0: Yeah. And, and it's a top 20 protected. So, if I'm not mistaken, that would mean if they finish 21st to 30th, then OKC will get the pick. If they land inside the top 20, then OKC will just receive two second-round picks. Okay.
1: Uh-oh, Bradley Beal just tweeted, here we go.
0: What does that mean? Uh-oh. Gotta make sure. Uh, I did see. <laughs> I did see. Uh, I did see. Uh, Mason Plumlee signed with the uh, Detroit Pistons on a three-year, twenty-five mil. The Pistons, man. I. I. It, it sounds like we say this every year. They, you know, they do a. They do a good job during free agency and they make moves. But it, I don't know, man. It just feels like they always make the wrong move.
1: <laughs> I don't know if something drastic's gonna have to happen with Detroit for that to be. Yeah. Um I think they just moved
0: off of Kennard, right? Yeah, also. they Kennard, that's actually another trade I wanted to talk about. Kennard went to Bru- Was it Brooklyn? Kennard went yeah, to love. Brooklyn. Uh sh- No, uh Lan- Lamett, Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Landry okay, yeah,
0: Shamet right. Landry Shammett went to Brooklyn. Luke Kennard went to the Clippers and then uh the Pistons got those picks. Then, so Yeah.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. So I think it's it is um oh snap here we go What happened The Houston Rockets are finalizing a trade that sends Russell Westbrook and Ben McLemore to the Los Angeles Clippers for Paul George, Patrick Beverly, and a 2021 first round pick
1: Yo I Man we're breaking news here I just I just threw something I, I kind of I was hoping I was going to be right about one of these trades
0: Did, man, did you grab that or what
1: oh, No but that's crazy
0: That's wild but Did, that's is
1: that
0: shams nah oh I'm sick I'm sick I got I got <laughs> I got finessed Did you just get trolled bro I got finessed I got uh, finessed uh, <laughs> I should have known I should have known look at me man bro Try
1: you should have seen me
0: I should bro you should have <laughs> seen me at hey who? I, I doubt you're listening but at alo underscore Houston with the name Adrian Warjanowski, and the same picture it popped up on my feed <laughs> oh, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm yeah. sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. Anyways, moving forward. Oh, I'm sick. I was so happy. I was like, let's go. Playoff key bro, to Houston. The Golden State Warriors are
1: close. Oh, let me see if this is right. Close to reaching a deal with your boy, Serge Ibaka. Come on, man.
0: The Warriors?
1: That's what I'm reading oh, here. Gee. I hope that's not bait. Let me check. They, The Warriors that's are bait. back. That's bait, bro. That's bait. Hold on. The Warriors Shoot, these guys are, back. are gonna get us.
0: <laughs> they are. Well, yeah, that's
1: some bait.
0: Let's no keep it rolling. Not. But yeah, yeah, I think it's uh, I, I, you know, uh, just to just to finish off on the Ubre talk, uh, for the pick, it, it's just I don't know. I, I, I feel like there was probably something better out there, um, but but wow. maybe not. I mean, Ubre has kind of been, I, I want to. I mean, he had a good year this year, but you know, it, it is what it is. I mean. At worst, we get two second-round picks, and and sometimes those are coveted. Uh, especially mm-hmm. the best thing about the second-round picks nowadays is that teams are hitting more frequently on second-round picks, and so those are you know if you can move two, you could probably move two second-round picks to move into the first round. So, yeah, I I I, I don't know. It'll be weird. Um, but Bro, I
1: did, go I ahead. I did just see my bad. Serge Baca on a plane, and it says it just says. On my way to dot
0: dot dot. Jeez, I know they were talking about surge. Yeah, I was hearing surge potentially to Brooklyn uh, to to uh, move back with KD. Um, There was another place for surge that I was hearing um, that kind of made sense, but it was to it might have been to the Lakers if I'm not tripping. Mm, And so, which that wouldn't be a bad spot for them, but I, I. I think they would have to move on from Javell and Dwight if they did that, so we'll see. But, um,
1: but yeah, yeah. Dude, that was the Uber mm-hmm. stuff. I was kind of excited about him being here. I don't know why. I just thought you know it'd be kind of cool to have Kelly Ubre. But
0: yeah, no, you know. I, I think it's. I didn't expect. I, I I guess I just expected more. And and like we were talking about last time, the fact that he's only twenty four, I thought maybe they'd keep him, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they're big on you know if they're big on Dort. And I mean, I think it, you know, I, I really think with them moving Ubre as well, I think they really, really are sold on, you know, granted, unless they see something they don't like this upcoming year, I think they're trying to do everything in their power to make sure not only are they going to be terrible and, and have a top five, maybe top three pick, but they're going to have all the assets in the world to move up to get Cade Cunningham. Like to me, that's the only thing, because he is a small forward. Ubre would be our small forward. You'd throw out a lineup of Shea. Dort, Ubre, Baisley, Adams, and you know, I mean, that team's not really. I mean, for just being young guys, you know, they're gonna give energy and they're gonna play hard. But to be fair, that team's not gonna be much. Um,
1: who do you think starts? My, who do, my bad. Who do you think starts if Horford and Adams are still together?
0: I would be. I think. I mean, I would have to say right now. It, I think. I think it'll. They'll run out a lineup as of now. They'll run out Shea, Dort, Bais, Horford, and Adams. Right. I th- well, I mean that's my that's my guess. And then Poku would come off the bench. Um, if if Theo comes if Theo comes down, then he'll run he'll run off the bench. Um, shoot, we could play a guessing game of who else is on the team. <laughs> I know. Yeah, dude,
1: that's a good point because I keep forgetting that. Like I kept I was forgetting about Horford to be honest. Yeah. That It just doesn't seem like. It just seems like a weird fit with all. Doesn't it seem random, kind of? Yeah, I mean, I'm
0: it's something that we've always wanted. Market. Something we've always wanted, but never yeah, got. He got here
1: too late,
0: bro. Yeah. Um. So. Let's move. Let's move forward, though. Uh. One. <laughs> one thing I did. Uh. You know. I. I kind of threw out there last. Last. Uh. Podcast. And I kind of want to revisit it. Is. Uh. Notice the Celtics have moved. Uh. Oh. We got a. We got a center from the Celtics. That's why I thought about this um some random guy apparently his nickname is uh something sex pants or something like that um (laughs) i couldn't tell you that tell you his name hold on i could probably pull it up celtics thunder trade uh let me see vincent poirier oh yeah
1: okay yep yep, and i think his
0: let me look his name up now vincent poirier poirier nickname and i think it's going to pop up oh sex finger my vinny sex finger <laughs>
1: okay it's mr sex fingers i don't
0: know I don't what know. that means i don't know if that means he's he's nice around that's, the rim that's around the hole
1: bro. oh yeah you are right that's what that means yep that's exactly what that means
0: jalil oak <laughs> jalil Okafer just uh, agreed to a 2 year deal to join the D- detroit pistons Huh. yeah okay. um but what i wanted to revisit real quick is you know I, we talked about it last time but they got off of Vincent Poirier, whatever. And they also traded, uh, Ennis cancer back to the, uh, Portland trailblazers. They've only got one center on the roster right now. Are they making them? They're clearing space. Obviously they're going after a center. Is it miles Turner? Or is it Adams? <laughs> I think it, I think my, I mean, my honest opinion, my honest opinion is that they're going to do a sign and trade. They're going to re-sign Horf, uh, Hayward on a better deal. They're going to send him to Indiana and, uh, and they'll in return they'll they'll get Miles Turner, um, but I still have hope that maybe we can get Adams to the East and and, and get him to uh get him to a good team and a and a chance for a championship. Uh, what do you think?
1: Yeah, it seems like I think the worst thing the Thunder did was worse than best thing because I love Stephen Adams, but giving him that contract, man, um, he's just gonna be so hard to move. Like I was looking up the numbers earlier from like I was adding up. Horford, Ubre, I think, I think Horford and Adams, Since I can cut out Ubre right now, Horford and Adams might be like the same, they getting paid about the same and this is, it's confusing because unless we did that to really have a backup for Stevo, o uh, you know, I, I don't see why you wouldn't move him to Boston or in Indiana. That's like, those are the two places that he would really be used the right way. Like, you just we talked about it last week. You know, it's just kind of, um, yeah. I guess as a fan, I hope that he does go to Indiana because I like Miles Turner. Uh, Boston seems realistic, but I think I like where you're going with Gordon Hayward for a Miles Turner. Yeah, a little and, and to
0: be, to be yeah. fair, to be fair, if uh, if uh, what's it called if. Indiana does move on uh, Miles Turner. I mean, their only center would be Sabonis, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe they go and, and throw yeah. together a little package for, uh, for. I mean, they would only need to send, you know, some, I mean, obviously uh, uh, contracts or whatever to make sure it works or whatever, but they would only need to send maybe a late first round or, or a second round pick, to be honest. I mean, maybe they replace miles turner with uh with adams and and or which granted their their offense if and you can see you've seen it a little bit in the bubble they're trying to play at a up more an uh, up tempo or whatever which to me i, I think because adams doesn't shoot and what we've seen him in okc i think he's being undervalued a little bit granted his contract is outrageous but i mean he got paid during a time where players were getting paid like that but i don't know how
1: many, I, how many centers does detroit have now
0: they got like 10 Christian Wood, uh Blake Griffin, Jaleel Okafor, Mason Plumlee. <laughs> They're trying to be the best defensive bigs in the in the in the league, I guess. But uh
1: that would have been, my bad. That would have been good. a good spot for Adams though. That too maybe. That would, I could have seen that also happening, but Maybe. Yeah, bro, I I like um I just lost my train of thought looking at these trades real quick. I saw something else pop up that I wanted to ask you about um, what what did you did we even mention James jo- what is it James Johnson that came up they got traded to Oklahoma City did he let me see this real quick the, the dude that does like karate and all that yeah bro James Johnson so we got him also
0: how the hell do, who do we get him from
1: yeah oh I don't even, um let me see here
0: oh he was part of the Ricky Rubio
1: trade Right, right, right,
0: right. Oh, That's shit. I'm, I'm not against that. I kind of like his game. I, he's a very odd character, but I kind of like his game.
1: Yeah, dude, I do too. I like the – I just like like the kind of like guys that take different roles. Like, all right, I know I can't do this, so I'm going to work my ass off on the oh, defensive end. Oh, or I'm going to be physical. I'm going to bump you. I'm going to get yeah. in your head, you know. He's thirty three. Almost like a, almost like a uh, right, almost like a goon type thing that people, yeah. you know, in hockey when you just have.
0: A, yeah, you got that guy that who just goes thing, after. Him. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, I didn't even know. I didn't even know he was part of that trade. I'm sure he'll probably. He probably only has like one, one or so years, and he'll probably be a one and done. Probably won't play much, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't mind it. I mean, maybe a little veteran leadership. I don't know much about him. I don't know if you want All him right. leading your young guys, but. Good
1: point.
0: But you know, I I, I think. I think overall OKC did what it had to do in the draft. Um, you know, it's gonna be crazy. Uh, it's gonna be a crazy offseason. season. Um, uh, is there? You know, you can go ahead. Is there anything specific you want to talk about? I know we discussed uh, the uh the Pistons, the Harden nonsense, the Rockets, what they are. Um, I got some other things, but I don't know if you got anything OKC related or anything that you want to discuss.
1: Man, I want to know where DeMarcus Cousins is gonna go.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I think he. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up somewhere, you know, kind of like he's done in the like the past couple years is like a Lakers Oak, or a Golden year, State. Yeah. yeah, just something to – I mean, at this point, I feel like he's got to prove himself. He's got to prove himself that he's healthy enough to play and that he's going to be able to be a valuable asset to the team. Um,
1: just add another Woj bomb. Patrick Patterson returning. That's that's like a Woj-like <laughs> – Oh, not yeah. That. That's not that great, uh, for sure. but no, yeah, facts, bro. I don't think that. Um, I don't. I don't know. I just. I really like watching Boogie play. I just don't know. You know where? What? Where, where? Where? Make like what place makes sense for that guy? Like, and then I could also see some crazy shit happen, and where Marcus Cousins signs one year deal with Kevin Durant and Brooklyn Nets, like yeah. that type of stuff. So I don't know. Um... What think? What else? Let's see if I got some notes here that we didn't touch on.
0: I know the Raptors need a new home.
1: I was just, kidding. <laughs> I was just gonna mention that. What are they gonna do?
0: Yeah. Hey, Seattle, it's your time to shine, baby. Get your there get you your go. team back.
1: <laughs> yeah. Stop. Stop trying to steal my team. You can have it. Like, get your new team, bro. Um. What else? Let me see here, dude. I don't know if. I can't think of anything. I think it's funny that the Bucks tried to, like, or the Kings tried to kind of, or maybe it was the Bucks. someone tried to either finesse that deal with um, Bogdan Bogdanovich, even though he's, like, a restricted free agent and everyone just tried to act like that, that was going to happen. But that's a really big deal because think about Milwaukee now and what they got to do. Mm-hmm. They don't, I mean... You went from having – listen, like this lineup is pretty filthy. You went from having um, Drew Holiday. You could have done Chris Middleton, Bogdanovich there, put Chris Middleton. At, you could have flipped those two, two and three, throw Giannis at the four. Um, yeah, Drew, Bogdanovich, Middleton, and Giannis is a yeah pretty formidable lineup.
0: I want to know you – know? for me the thing that screams is what 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 happened and what changed did I wonder if it was maybe the role he was going to take on is it the fact that the is there still uncertainty if uh if if Giannis is going to be back next year that he I I don't know that to me it's crazy that that deal wasn't made after it was called you know so I I to me, I want to know what went wrong, and that's what I'm waiting for from Woj is is, is a story that comes out with why that why that didn't go down. Because to me, that sounds like a perfect spot for Bogdanovich. Right. You know, if a chance at a ring, he, he gets to play, you know, small forward slash power forward. Him and Middleton can switch over that role. I, I, I don't know.
1: The only thing I can think of if we didn't, we might have not seen this anywhere, is if they didn't match. Like, you know, since he's a restricted free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, like say I'm the Kings and I, I'm like alright I'm going to trade you this you know trade old boy Bogdanovich to the the, um, why am I can't think of the Bucks name right now trade him to the Bucks and then the Kings come back and say no we're not you know we're going to match that type of deal that, yeah. that's the only thing I can think of well is
0: if- yeah I thought it was a sign and trade that they were trying to get him into but yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's weird. It's gonna be interesting to see where he ends up going. Um, I think Bogdanovich is definitely a great talent and uh, and all that stuff. But I don't know, man. I think it's it definitely is interesting uh, with the fact that he ended up or that that signing trade ended up not going through. Um, I, I thought the Bucks were definitely a better fit. Uh, were a good fit for him, and I mean, but any team to be honest would be lucky to have him, especially like the Lakers, Nets. You know, some of these other contender type teams. Who knows? Maybe the Rockets end up getting lucky. Um, with him but I did read real quick we'll touch on the uh, Raptors needing a new home I do hear that apparently they're going to play their games in Tampa Um, shout out to the city of Tampa man they got the lightning the 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 Tampa Bay Rays the Bucks and now potentially the Raptors take over there for a little bit but uh, I I actually got a question we'll move into some questions we got Um, but I got a question of best uh somebody asked me best point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center under 25. Um I feel like that's kind of hard to go through just cuz I don't want it I feel like that's a long conversation and one day we will have that conversation. But I did find a list of players under 25 25 or younger and so I kind of just want to go through that and kind of we'll just kind of discuss who do we think is number 1 uh we'll give a little maybe a top five and then from there we'll just kind of end that conversation and maybe we'll do a a dedicated topic uh dedicated podcast to uh the under 25 especially with OKC moving into that you know into that potential role of being a uh, such a young team um but for this for the sake of this we'll just do a quick little top five but the players I have here uh Lori Markkinen, Marvin Bagley, Kelly Oubre, Jonathan Isaac, Miles Turner, Aaron Gordon, Mitchell Robertson, Michael Porter, Lonzo Ball, DeMontis Sabonis, Jaron Jackson, John Collins, uh, Jamal Murray, DeAndre Ayton, D'Angelo Russell, Christos Porzingis, Bam Adebayo, Shea Gilgis, Jalen Brown, De'Aaron Fox, Brandon Ingram, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Ja Morant, Cat, uh, Trey, Ben Simmons, Zion Williamson, Jason Tatum, and Luka Doncic. And so... Uh, for me, my list—it's uh, actually, to me, it's pretty easy. Um, I like—I I like, you know, there's a lot of potential in this twenty-five, this twenty-five and under. But I, I feel like you have to go with right now. You just have to go with who's actually produced. And for me, it's— oh, for me, it's—you know—it's gonna be Luka Doncic, uh, uh, Jason Tatum, Zion Williamson, Donovan Mitchell, and Devin Booker. I, I just. There's a lot of great players that I left out in that group, but to me, it's just you know those are the guys who've produced. Um, I, well, another one you could throw in is is a is obviously um, a very vital part to the Heat was Bam Adebayo. Um, it's it actually hard for me to leave him out. Obviously Jamal Murray played at such a high level, um, but I I just feel like and you know what actually I don't like I don't like Tatum that much. I'll go ahead and give me. Go ahead and give me uh, Jamal Murray over Jason Tatum. So, for me, it'd be Luka, Jamal, Zion, um, Donovan Mitchell, and I think I said, is that four or five? I think that's four. One, two, three, four, and Devin Booker. Got
1: <laughs> <laughs> My dog just looked at me like I was crazy, bro. I was—I couldn't wait to jump on that one. That was like, he stole mine.
0: Oh, uh, D-Book.
1: Uh, yeah, bro. that uh, I didn't know if you wanted to keep going with your list because I was no, trying no to way. think of mine. But, bro, I'm, <laughs> I like Luca. Obviously, I like Devin Booker. But I'm, for the sake of the podcast, let's try to find a couple other ones that... You know, bro, I'd like Brandon Ingram a whole lot. And he's only 23. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm running with Luca, Devin Booker, B.I., I'm going to put Jaron Jackson or Chris Stops. I, I, I don't know why I like Jaron Jackson that much. So I think I think we'll do Chris Stops at the four. And bro. this is so hard to pick a center because
0: you can just give I, your top five. You don't have to do a, uh, an actual, uh, list. No, I got you. Yeah. We'll yeah. do, we'll so, do a power. We'll do a point guard. Like we'll do an actual lineup, uh, later on in a different podcast.
1: Okay. Yeah. So mine would be Luca, book, Chris steps, uh, Ben Simmons is going to be mm-hmm. different. And then, uh, probably donovan mitchell bro yeah I can't.
0: unfortunately <laughs> it's, it's well deserved
1: right he's so it's in my mind when i watch him i'm sitting there going is this how you know is this what i was doing when i was watching like MJ when i was younger like, <laughs> because i'm not saying that he's i don't want to draw the comparison but when he starts to get hot you're not you can't tell me I mean, he, he just he fills that bucket up, bro. And other than maybe like a – I can't think of other people. Lucas, Luca's another one, you know, him. And then when um, Donovan Mitchell and the uh, old boy from Denver, Jamal Murray, were going back and forth, you know, he can heat it up too. But we talked about this last week. The bubble atmosphere and how they played, I think, maybe catered to that a little bit, but mm-hmm. I still think Donovan Mitchell is going to be, he, bro, he's never, he might be one of these Utah lifers, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, apparently he's about to sign a max contract, so we'll see. Uh, let's move into some listener questions and then we'll get out of here. Uh, from first question we got earlier in the day uh, from my buddy Cameron, at Cameron Willie, uh, what is the sun ceiling in the playoffs? To be, to be honest, man, I... <laughs> The West is so tough this year. There's a good chance they don't make the playoffs. I, I, I mean, I mean, you. I, Chris Paul took a team in OKC that probably shouldn't have made the playoffs. So I'm probably going to sound dumb when they get like the third or fourth seed in the West. <laughs> um, but to me, I, I mean, I think the, I think the ceiling is the playoffs. If, if I had to be perfectly honest uh, with the, with the Suns, I think the ceiling is the playoffs, and if they get in, they're not going to be an easy out but you know that's it's gonna be they're not gonna be easy out but i i mean i don't i don't see them beating i don't see them beating golden state i don't see them beating the lakers i don't see them beating the clippers i don't see them beating the nuggets in a seven game series i just and maybe that's on me maybe i'm gonna look stupid as hell with d book and in cp3 but uh that's just kind of where i am maybe and, and who knows this is way too early way too early obviously uh because they may grab somebody or they may not grab anybody but uh, that's just just from my ceiling for the for the Suns is is the playoffs. I think if they make it to the playoffs, that then they got what they wanted and and now they prepare for the next year where they make an even bigger uh bigger jump. What what about you? Uh,
1: boy, De'Aaron Fox just got the max. That's pretty intense. That's a lot of money, bro. Um, for me, with the Suns, I'm thinking. Uh, they went. They go 8-0 in the bubble, right? They they look really good in the playoffs. Not in the playoffs, sorry. They look really good down in the bubble. Um. And now looking at, like, this CP, Devin Book, DeAndre, and I'm trying to think of some other pieces since Oubre is out of there. Like, it might take them – at first I was thinking, like, yeah, playoffs, but it might take them a little while to get – Acclimated. Um, I think it might be hard for Chris Paul and Devin Booker at first. Mm-hmm. I could really see it being hard because they, when you think about Devin Booker, he he ran the offense for so long. You remember what happened when? Um, it was almost kind of like James Harden type thing when um, you know he goes from one position to kind of do another type deal. But now it's kind of the opposite. We got Devin Booker. You know, he, wasn't, he sometimes initiated the offense because you had Rubio, but I felt like a lot of times he was doing it. And so now Chris Paul is going to take that role. Um, it's going to take some little getting used to, but I feel like we're looking at a 8, 9, or 10 spot yeah, for Phoenix. For sure.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. <clears throat> I agree 100% um, with that. Another question we got uh, is how does – uh, my brother actually asked at Jimenez underscore Derek, how does Kelly fit? How does Kelly Oubre fit with the Warriors now that Clay is out again? Um, I don't think this obviously isn't it isn't you know an Oubre pickup isn't gonna replace Clay, um, but for me I think you know it just it gives them another scorer, uh, somebody who can put the ball in the rim. Uh, I I think what they're gonna be missing potentially is that defensive threat, but you know they've they've the the Warriors got some guys and and learned that they had more guys uh, last year. And I'm sure they're going to make a lot of moves this offseason, uh, free agency-wise. I mean, who wouldn't want to go play with Cl- uh, Steph? You know, and who wouldn't want to play for an organization that was that had basically, every time they've been healthy, been to the uh, finals? So I, I think it... I don't know if Kelly fits, but if I had to guess, I mean, I, I mean, they still have Wiggins. So, I mean, if you throw out a lineup of Steph, Kelly... Wiggins, Dre, and whoever plays center, or I Wiseman that. now. I, I, you know, I think it's, it doesn't sound pretty, but knowing Steve Kerr and, and what that organization can pull off and what they have pulled off, I, I think they'll be fine. Uh, and Kelly will, he'll either, I mean, he, I don't, I don't know, honestly. I, I I think it's too early to, we didn't get to see much of him in the bubble, so we don't know what he looks like now. I think it's going to be, obviously it's going to take time, but I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't hate it and I don't, I'm not like, like, openly falling in love with it like oh my god they're they're nba finals bound because of Ubre. but i mean it is a uh, it is going to be interesting to see what they can do
1: yeah I, dude i think it's a i think it's a, a flashy pickup i think it's one of these things where you could possibly see kelly Ubre averaging 20 next year i know that might sound like a like a hot take it's because it is i think kelly Ubre is gonna all out for the Warriors for whatever reason I think that Steph coming back and kind of having um like we talked about earlier the you know the absence of Clay Thompson really opens it up for another guy so you're mm-hmm. either looking at uh, Kelly Oubre average some Kelly Oubre or Wiggins is going to average something like 15 or 20 it's yeah. just kind of how it's going to have to go uh i guess we'll have to stay tuned with it but i i'm kind of like you i it's 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 kind of i like it i like it maybe i do like it a little bit better than you though but i don't necessarily you know it's not something that i hate and it's not something where i'm like oh they're gonna just kill everybody but i could see it being beneficial for him and just his personal game
0: type deal for sure Yes, sir. Uh, we got Jordan Clarkson uh, agreed to a four-year, fifty-two-year uh, deal with back with the um, back with the Jazz. Uh, I feel like that that was again another one that they were ready for. Um, we did get the uh, the news that the Aaron Fox uh, signed a five-year, one hundred sixty-three max deal with the Sacramento Kings. Um, I guess with an extension, you can reach up to one hundred 195.6 on a Supermax. <laughs> and it just sounds... It, I mean, NBA money is so ridiculous. But Bro. let's move to this last question, and then we'll get out of here, man. Uh, again, I appreciate everybody that's been listening, everybody who tuned in last episode and this episode. We're going to finish with... Uh, D. Marquise asked us, KD, in the GOAT conversation, if he never goes to Golden State Warriors. Uh. I mean... The way he scores, the way he plays the game, and his the fact that and the accolades he now has. I mean, he's definitely going to go in the conversation of one of the best to ever play. But there's, I think there's levels to goat conversation. You know, you have to make your the team around you better, and I think this is the perfect chance for him to do it in Brooklyn because they don't have a true leader. Um, He's not going to play with a team that already won. He's not going to play with a guy like uh like LeBron James who is a proven leader uh if KD can lead this team um and that you know it's a tough call coming back off Achilles uh, off an Achilles tear um you know I think this is this is his best opportunity to rewrite his story and if he can make you know if he can take Brooklyn to the finals and then win a championship and obviously he'll probably end up uh MVP of the finals um I think I think you have to put him in some type of conversation of him being one of the best to do it because I mean he's gonna go down as probably one of the best scores outside of obviously people who you can't catch like a uh, like a Wilt or somebody who just put up godly numbers but um, you know I think that's about as far as it goes I don't I mean if he doesn't go to Golden State he probably I mean it's crazy to think there's no telling what OKC would have been able to do or what would have happened after that. Excuse me, after blowing a 3 1 lead, but I I mean, I don't know. I just, you just don't. I think there's a reason why you don't put his name in there um, because of the situation he did, which it was business. He made money. He got a championship. He got that baggage. You know, he got that out of the way. But I I don't know. I I think this is his best chance to be a part of that conversation as of right now. um, Whether he stayed in OKC or not, I don't think he was going to be a part of that conversation. So, Him being in Brooklyn, like I said, this is his best chance to do it. And, uh, yeah, I'll leave it at that. What do you got?
1: Yeah, so just pertaining to the question, you know, sitting there trying to think, like, what does it look like if Durant doesn't go to the Warriors, you know? um, I think him doing that, and this is funny because especially I remember exactly what happened when that trade went down. But uh, if he doesn't go to the Warriors and do what he does, I don't think – I don't think he gets any further in that goat conversation. Mm-hmm. I think that going to the Warriors and doing what he did—granted, he was with the you know the All-Star cast—but the finals, he went up against LeBron, and you know, in that matchup, he he looked good, man. He mm-hmm. looked really good, and I think that you know elevates you in the you know in that. Conversation. So if we just take out that piece of Durant going to the Warriors, no, I don't think I can put him in the GOAT conversation. But then if I go ahead and look at that, I'm like, man, he gave, you know, he gave the best player in the world the business, you know, like, yeah. Um, and, and it sometimes, I dare I say, it looked kind of easy. So I don't know, man. I think it was, I think it's an interesting thought because he stays in Oklahoma City. I just, I don't know. I see more of the same. So, yeah Um, yeah that's kind of what I got for that
0: yeah I think it's think it'd definitely be interesting uh, moving forward and see what he can do Uh, but yeah man again another great episode man other than the technical difficulties which I'll mesh in so they won't even know so I don't even know why I mentioned it but
1: uh (laughs) it's the bloopers bro uh,
0: hell yeah but I appreciate it man uh uh, I appreciate you for joining me another great conversation man and, and keep up the good work over there and you know, y'all keep everybody all everybody listening. Make sure y'all uh, you know, keep tuning in and uh yeah, same and, time next week, bro. Hey shit, that sounds like a plan. We'll keep it rocking and rolling. Make sure y'all send in all questions as always. I got my boy Brandon with me at Mr. October on Instagram and Twitter. I appreciate you for joining us, dog.
1: Hey, thank you, my brother. Blessed. All right, brother. Blessed. Have a good weekend.
0: Yes, sir, you too. All
1: right.
0: Yes sir. That's it. That's the episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it as much as I did. Another NBA talk. I know there's a lot more to talk about. and We'll get into it. Send in questions. Send in whatever you got. But for now, Rubes Rants is out, baby.